Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of the Dictionary Podcast, the only podcast in the world read by some stupid person who is me. Uh, if you have any uh, strong opinions about anything about this podcast, or you just want to tell me and tell the other people what you think of it, go ahead and uh, write me a review on whatever uh, platform you listen to this. Hopefully it's... Um, or, or uh, usually it's probably Apple Podcasts. I know that that's a big, big place where people listen um, and where reviews are very helpful. So I would love a five-star review, but if you want to give some negative comments in the uh, in the notes as well, that's perfectly fine. I love uh, constructive criticism. I actually have taken some of it to heart, um, although based on probably the last episode, you wouldn't think so. Uh, but the five-star really helps me get more exposure, and uh, you know, I, I just want more people to be aware of this book called The Dictionary uh, via this podcast called The Dictionary. Um, but yeah, let me know. Um, do you hate this no editing thing? I personally like it because I think it sort of forces me to just keep on talking and have fun and be silly and not really care about the outcome. Uh, I, I think I need that. Um, I also just enjoy less post-production work by, by no editing. Uh, but if you have strong opinions, let me know. Um, if you, if you want some editing, um, maybe I'll do that. And then the outcome of that might be some fun outtakes. Um, and if you want to become a Patreon member, you can get early episodes by paying $2 or more, uh, and you can get exclusive episodes by paying $5 or more. And, uh, I, I know I've said this many times. I am actively working on uh, at least a couple of those, uh, but life has been really, really crazy the last few weeks. So, uh, I haven't been able to work on them, uh, but they're coming. I swear. All right, the first word for this episode is bait, B-A-I-T. It is the first form. It is a verb from the 13th century. We are going to start with the transitive definitions. 1A, to persecute or exasperate with unjust, malicious, or persistent attacks. 1B, we have the synonym tease. 2A, to harass as a chained animal with dogs, usually for sport. And I just want to go on record in saying that is a terrible thing to do. To beat, to attack by biting and tearing. Uh, I think tearing is spelled the same way as tearing, so it uh, it can be a little confusing, but uh, in this case, it's definitely tearing. 3A, to furnish with bait. 3B, we have the synonyms entice and lure. 4, to give food and drink to an animal, especially on the road. So, without the parentheses, it says to give food and drink to, especially on the road. Uh, Yeah, I don't know if I've ever heard that that term in that sense. So, like, if you're on a road trip and you have to feed your your dog or your cat while you're on the road, you you bait them? I don't know. Okay, the intransitive definition is archaic, and it means to stop for food and rest when traveling. And baiter is a noun. We have some synonym information for this guy. Let's uh, let's talk about it. Bait, badger, heckle, hector, chivy, hound, mean to harass by efforts to break down. Bait implies wanton cruelty or delight in persecuting a helpless victim, as in baited the chained dog. Again, bad. Badger, uh, which 
just a side note real quick. We read that uh, a couple episodes ago, I think. And uh, at the time of recording, that's actually today's episode, I believe. And I have to post a post a picture of a badger on Instagram, which will be up by the time you are listening to this. Uh, but my, my little note is that one of the thoughts about where the name came from was they thought that the white on its head looked like a badge. And as I was looking, pi- looking up pictures of badgers, it does not look like a badge at all. If anything, the, the coloring on its head is more like striped than like a badge. So I think uh, somebody either misnamed it or that is not where the name came from. But back to the synonym information for bait. Badger implies pestering so as to drive a person to confusion or frenzy, as in badgered her father for a car. Heckle implies persistent, annoying, or belligerent interruptions of a speaker, as in drunks heckled the stand-up comic. Hector carries an implication of bullying and domineering, as in football players hectored by their coach. I don't think I'm familiar with Hector. Chivy, I assume I'm pronouncing that correctly, but maybe not, suggests persecution uh, by teasing or nagging, as in chivied the new student mercilessly. I guess it could be chivied, but I don't think that's right. Hound implies unrelenting pursuit and harassing, as in hounded by creditors. Good times reading all that synonym stuff. Next, we have the second form of bait. It is a noun from the 14th century. 1a, something as food used in luring, especially to a hook or trap. 1b, a poisonous material placed where it will be eaten by harmful or objectionable animals. Uh, so I guess if you're trying to get rid of an animal that's uh, around, you'll, you'll poison it, uh, which will be called bait, and that's bait. And number two, we have these synonyms lure and temptation. This is Middle English from Old Norse, bait, B-E-I-T, which means pasturage or pasturage or pasturage. Um, also from beta, B-E-I-T-A, which means food. It is akin to the Old English baitan, which means to bite. Next, we have bait and switch, all uh, three separate words. It is a noun from 1967. One, a sales tactic in which a customer is attracted by the advertisement of a low-priced item, but is then encouraged encouraged, encouraged to buy a higher-priced one. Ooh, sneaky. Number two, the ploy of offering a person something desirable to gain favor as political support, then thwarting expectations with something less desirable. People who do these things are not good people. Uh, Okay, did I say that was a noun from 1967? I think I did. Next, we have bait fish. All one word. It is a noun from 1820. A small fish as a golden shiner or menhaden, menhaden, something like that. Uh, So a small fish that attracts and is a food source for a larger game fish. Uh, Also, a fish used for bait. So the small fish is literally used as bait for a larger fish? Well, they probably don't appreciate that. I don't think I would. Um, how, how are they used exactly? Do, are they like grabbed in the, I don't know, whatever. It's, you know, it's fascinating what animals, what nature has done to, to get animals to figure out f- interesting ways to get their food. 
you know, there's there's a snake that has some special thing on its tail that they know how to move it around to make it look like a spider. And like at first glance, it really looks like a spider. And birds are confused by this and they go in and then the snake attacks. Um, it's things like that are just absolutely fascinating. There's other weird sea creatures that can can do similar things they they wave they have something some appendage that looks like something else and they wave it around and then something tries to get it and then they snag them and eat them and it's nature is absolutely insane and i don't i don't think that they're conscious of hey my tail looks like a spider so i'm gonna wave it around like a spider they probably just know instinctually that that what they have to do they may I, I it's just really really fascinating how nature works like that okay we are going to move on to baiza b-a-i-z-a it is a noun from 1970 uh, and then it says just to see real r-i-a-l in the money table uh, so this is arabic baisa probably from the gajurati word p-a-i-s and then a backward c I don't know how to pronounce that. And that is from the Hindi paisa. So maybe it's pronounced similar to paisa. And it means quarter on a coin. And there's more at the word paisa. So there's a coin and then there's or there's a quarter and a coin called a paisa. And then it became baisa. And that's money. Okay, next we have bays. B-A-I-Z-E. It is a noun from 1578. A coarse woolen or cotton fabric napped, napped, napped to imitate felt. So they've they've done something to it, to this uh, woolen or cotton fabric, to make it seem like it's uh, felt. Uh, so this is from Middle French. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, B a i e s, which means bays, from the feminine uh, of bay, b a i, which means bay colored. What color is bay? I have no idea. And there's more at the word bay. Exciting. Next we have bake, B-A-K-E. It is the first form, and it is a verb from before the 12th century. This is an old one. Uh, we're going to start with the transitive definitions. One, to cook as food by dry heat, especially in an oven. Number two, to dry or harden by subjecting to heat. And now we have the intransitive definitions. Number one, to prepare food by baking it. Two, to become baked. Number three, to be or become extremely hot, as in sidewalks baking in the sun. Once we went to, um, in the Chicago area, there's Six Flags Great America, and it was the hottest day of the summer, probably one of the hottest we've had since then. This was a long time ago, though. And uh, somebody had a very large car, like a Ford Explorer or something, and it was so hot, the asphalt in the parking lot was actually buckling under the tires of the car. It was sort of coming up around the sides a little bit. It was insanely hot. Um, and then baker here is a noun. This is Middle English from Old English, bakan, which is akin to the Old High German bahan, B-A-H-H-A-N, which means to bake, uh, from Greek, Phogene, P-H-O-G-E-I-N, which means to roast. And that is that for the first form of bake. Now we have the second form of bake. It is a noun from 1565. One, the act or process of baking. Number two, a social gathering at which a baked food is served. 
ooh, what's that baked food? Is it a cake? Is it donuts? Is it cupcakes? Is it something else not sweet? Okay, next we have Bakelite, capital B-A-K-E-L-I-T-E. It is a trademark used for any of various synthetic resins and plastics. Next, we have Baker's Dozen. It is a noun from 1596, and we just have the synonym 13. So if you didn't know that a Baker's Dozen was 13, I I don't know where you've been. Maybe you haven't been in America, because maybe it's only an American thing. I'm also really curious at where this term came from. Uh, it doesn't give me any sort of etym- etymology. I might have to go to that website. Um, but I've, I've been curious about that. You know, was a baker just being nice one day and said, hey, I'm going to throw in an extra one for you, and they just called it a baker's dozen? I don't know. All right, next we have baker's yeast. Two words. It is a noun from 1847. A yeast used or suitable for use as a leavening agent. And uh, the scientific name, the example they give for this yeast is Saccharomyces cerevisiae. Yep. Next we have bakery. It is a noun from 1758, a place for baking or selling baked goods. I love bakeries because I love sweets. Next we have bake sale. Two words. It is a noun from 1903, a fundraising event at which usually homemade foods, as cakes and cookies, are sold. How did I not think of cookies when I was giving examples of things that are baked before? Um, I've actually really been wanting to bake some cookies recently. Uh, I have not baked in many, many years, uh, but I like I like the idea of following the recipe. Um, I'm good at that. <laughs> I can't really cook, but I can follow a recipe. And I've made cookies many times in the past, so I'm comfortable with that. Uh, but I, uh, I would like to make some cookies. I should probably do that. Uh, but we also don't need them in the house, so maybe I'll just give them to the, uh, the people I work with. All right, last for this episode, the very last word is bake shop. Um, it is one word, B-A-K-E-S-H-O-P. It is a noun from 1789, and we just have the synonym bakery. So now is the time that I have to pick a word of the episode, and I like to say that because it stalls, and I get to go look up uh, what words were there. Um, I think I'm going to pick bakery uh, as the word of the episode because they provide me with things that are tasty, and that is it. Thank you very much. Oh, and I think today is my cousin Claire's birthday, so happy birthday, Claire. And until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. Goodbye!